0: Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. I'm your host Gazette Hawkeyes reporter John Steppi. I am excited to welcome Renee Gillespie, head coach of Iowa softball, to the podcast this week. Renee, thanks for joining me.
1: You're welcome. I'm glad to have you.
0: So you're having quite the turnaround this year, from three and twenty in Big Ten play last year to ten and thirteen. Certainly, quite the jump there. What's been the key to that improvement?
1: Oh, I think a lot of things. We've got a great group of freshmen that came in. Um, you know, we're very young right now. And at times we have five freshmen on the field. So they just came in and, and was ready to work. Uh, Jalen's done a great job on the mound, um, winning a lot of games for us as a freshman. And then Bree as a senior um, just kind of came back and had a kind of mentality um, just that she wanted to, to have the big games and wanted to go after them. So she's been some, had some great outings this year compared to last year. Uh, but I, I just think it's a, it's a, it's a youth is a little bit of it. It's, why we're kind of up and down this year but it's also um what has given us the, those big wins because they're just they just love to win
0: and probably not a surprise but another great year for nia carter yeah. what have you seen her do this year kind of in terms of taking it to the next level
1: yeah i mean she she came in this year kind of having really high expectations for herself which we love you know she she wants to be player of the year she wants to you know go out with a bang and, and she get, put a little pressure on herself early on in the season and she finally got to a point where she's like, I just want to have a good season. I want to have fun. I want to relax and and be my best at, at every moment that I'm playing. And when she did that, um, it kind of totally changed her mindset and it got her more relaxed to the plate. She got a little bit more patient um not quite as anxious. Um, you know so all those little things kind of helped her out with just having good at bats and and seeing the ball well and, and just being that leadoff hitter for us all season.
0: And then you were mentioning having the really young team, having five freshmen sometimes on the field at one time. What's been your approach as a coach to get all these players who at this time last year were playing high school softball to get them up to that Big Ten level right away?
1: Yeah, I, I think it was just getting them prepared um, early on. You know, We were in, in Florida for spring break training and we kind of did it like a two a day's. I've got their feet wet with, with, with what kind of uh, the season is going to do. It's it's really a grind of a season. So that's usually what you see freshmen kind of struggling with because you're on the road for seven weeks. Uh, you don't get a break. It's all softball and, and studies and and no social life. So it, it's getting them to understand kind of what they're getting into. Um, and that was the biggest piece of it. And the game hasn't changed. It gets a little bit faster, but you can kind of put them in those situations at practice to get them on board with that. And they just came out and, and just, you know, decided that they wanted to have a great season and and did all the little things we asked of them and came out. And even in our first couple of games, we had almost, like you said, almost five freshmen on the field the very first game of the season. So they proved it in practice. They stepped up. They, they wanted to to be that um, offensive threat as well as a defensive um, threat. And, and they did that.
0: Was there like an it moment where you realized, wow, this group is really not your average group of softball freshmen?
1: Well, I think we saw that probably early on in, in the spring. Um, we we saw a lot of talent in the fall. We knew we had a great group of, of you know, strong athletes and, and competitors. Um, and then you saw early on um, as we went down to Florida, we had some good competition down there. Um, but I, I'd say that when they finally went up against UCLA and and they had a two to one ball game against them and they realized they could play against anybody in the country, you kind of see that spark of them realizing, hey, we, we are good. You know, we can do this. And and you kind of saw a different attitude about them. They weren't freshmen anymore after that game. You know, they they kind of took a sense of of pride and in, in where they were and what they were doing and, and how aggressive they were at the plate.
0: And then you're about to head to the Big Ten tournament. I'm sure it has a nice sound to it. So what do you see as the keys here against Maryland at 430?
1: Yeah, it's, it, you know, we all talk all season long about just playing our game, um, not really focusing on the team that we're going up against. As coaches, we're always strategizing. You know, we know they're going to be fast. They're going to be running the bases. They do a lot of steals and a lot of um, squeeze plays. You know, they play a lot of small ball. Um, and they have a pitcher that's throwing at 70 miles an hour, you know, but we got a chance to face her twice here at home. Um, and so going into that is just, letting them know that we've already seen them. We've already beat them. We already know what we're going up against. And it's just being able to relax and um, enjoy the moment of being in the Big Ten, but but also understand that that you've already beat this team. There's no surprises. Just go and play your game. So we're trying to keep it as, as um, positive and as, as calm as possible going into it because, like you said, they, these freshmen haven't had this experience before. And, in fact, you know, besides a senior and maybe two juniors have been in the Big Ten tournament. Um, because of COVID, we didn't go to it our first year. Yeah, in fact, it was our seniors. Our seniors are the only ones that have been in a Big Ten tournament. So um, for the whole squad, it's like the first time going into it. So it's going to be just keeping them calm, keeping them focused. It's it's the same game, same field, and, and just relax and play.
0: You were mentioning playing Maryland already and beating Maryland already. It seems like April, I think April 16th, 14th through 16th, wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Do you prefer that when you're playing a team twice in, let's see, three weeks, if I can do math, or would you rather have a fresh opponent?
1: Yeah, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. Um, I was joking with our coaches earlier. I said when I was at UCF and would get into our big Ten, or at that time was the, you know, USA and AAC conferences. Um, when we were playing in those different conferences, it always would be where we would play the last game of the season would be our first opponent in the tournament. And I don't know why that always happened, That I do not like because you're already seeing them for three games and you have to turn around and play them again. Um, And that always kind of fell into that category. So I was kind of surprised that we weren't going to be facing Wisconsin going into the first, first series on that. So I'm okay with, with facing Maryland and having a few weeks in between our, our outings and and being able to go after them again.
0: And then kind of looking long-term ahead, softball has been one of the sports where facility wise you could be getting an upgrade soon. How much of an impact would it make if, and when the time comes to renovate Pearl field in terms of attracting that next generation of Hawkeyes?
1: Yeah. I, you know, when you, when you talk about facilities, that's what recruits see, you know, we, we really need to get a new facility. We're doing some renovations to the old Pearl field. Um, We're actually turfing the entire field so that we can get more games. Um, We actually only have 13 home games in the last five years. So it, it's been really tough. you know the, the max is 13 games on this field and out of 56 it's just not a, a very good advantage for us. So we're turfing it to try to get more early games on the field. Um, get you know we're trying to get at least 23 home games next year. That'll help out. Um, we're getting the cages kind of uh, renovated also with turf so they're doing all that at the same time. So we're getting some outdoor cages kind of renovated. And then we're looking to do a new indoor batting cage right now. Um, That's probably down the road a little bit. We're trying to get the turf part done first. But ideally, I mean, we're probably the um, oldest facility in the Big Ten. You know, we we talked about building a facility. We have a site already set up aside, but it's all about fundraising and trying to get enough money to be able to actually build a brand new site. Um, We're behind on that category. Uh, But I can't wait to see what the renovations do and just get us a chance to to get a little more competitive and get some more home games.
0: And then also looking long-term, how much can you take from this season, this turnaround, in terms of future years?
1: Yeah, I, I really think this is the the beginning of where I was going to go. Um, you know, we, we worked really hard through... Um, the two COVID years, like every team did, um, we we struggled last year. We lost our two, um, actually three senior pitchers last year, so we were rebuilding last year. And and this is what you're seeing. These freshmen are the foundation. You know, I'm excited about where we'll be when those are those those players are seniors because they really are the foundation of Iowa. Um, you, you look at at Jalen on the mound. She's doing an incredible job. Um, Skyline Pogue behind the plate as a freshman. Tori Bennett at, at shortstop and a at second base. Um, Avery um at, at at uh third base um and so you you have this the strength of this basically your full infield of freshmen and that's what we're going to build around for the next for the next four years so I'm just excited about it it's a, it's a great base you know we're looking forward to um, getting our first step into Big Ten tournament and um we're looking to whether whether we're in the postseason this year with NCAA you know we're hoping to get in with the NISC this year just to get some postseason experience. And then draw on that and build on that for next year. So um, it looks bright for the Hawkeyes, and we're 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 looking forward to it.
0: And I would be remiss if I did not ask about your four-legged player on the team, the therapy dog, Mally. How's (laughs) Mally doing?
1: Mally's doing great. She was actually here when we first got on the vlog. Um, I actually thought she'd get her face in the her mug in the shot, um, but she's doing great. She's traveling with us today. We're we're heading on the bus in about a half hour, and uh, Mallie goes with us. And and she's you know very good. I I, I don't know if it's uh, more for the players than it is the coaches, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's been a joy to have with us. And um, actually took her first flight this year. We did a charter flight that she got a chance to fly with us and did great. So. Um, yeah, she's, she's taking care of us. And um, we definitely needed her this year just to get through a lot of, a lot of uh, ups and downs this year. So she's been a good addition.
0: Were you nervous about the first charter flight for her?
1: Yeah, I think we all were because we just <laughs> didn't know what to expect. Um, but she had her seat next to her mom, Aaron, Erin's her trainer, is her my volunteer assistant coach. She takes care of Mally. She's the owner of Mally. Um, so she had her set on the, on the seats right next to her. And when it took off, you her kind of getting a little nervous at times, but she settled in and did a great job. And um, I and it was kind of good because now we feel like we could look at maybe flights down the road doing commercial flights. She's small enough to sit on her knees, so we just have to get permission now for the university to, to be able to travel with her on the flights. But yeah, she's been a great addition.
0: Well, Renee, thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So for those looking to tune in to the Big Ten Tournament action, that will be at 4.30 on Wednesday on Big Ten Network. And thanks to our listeners for tuning into another episode. Until next time, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.